0: And my subject today, if I should have one, would be using the glory of God. Using the glory of God. Now, I'll make one thing clear before I say anything. I'll preface one thing. You cannot own the glory of God. It will never be yours. It will never be mine. And I'm preaching to Wayne this morning as much as I am to anyone else. So anything I say... It needs to be us and not you. I don't like to preach to you. I like to preach to us because this thing cuts both ways. I've asked Brother Kenan to put up a scripture for me, please, Exodus uh, chapter 40, uh, verses 34 and 35. 34 and 35. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And then we go to 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verses, I believe, 13 and 14. Remember here that this is about probably 500 years later. I'm not going to get in exacts. If you want to know exactly, ask Brother Willie Hatcher. He can tell you the day, the hour, and the, and the month. But I think about 500 years later, King Solomon built a temple. And uh, it came to pass, as the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord, and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord. I want you to, I want you to notice in that. Could you go back? Yeah, thank you. Uh, if you notice in there, it came to pass, as the trumpeters and the singers Whereas, one, there was no division there. We may get to that in a moment. There was no division there. And they began to make one sound of praising and thanking the Lord in the land. It was not a whole uh, bunch of confusion or or like the Tower of Babel, but it was all of them saying the same thing, singing the same song, speaking the same words, worshiping the same Lord, doing everything in unity. And they had that in there, and he said, the cloud, the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord. So we can go to the next verse there. So that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Had filled the house of God. You stay with me for just a few minutes this morning. In Ezekiel 10 and 4, uh, another passage of Scripture there. uh, Then the glory of the Lord went up from the cherubim and stood over the threshold of the house, and the house was filled with the cloud, and the court was full of the brightness of the Lord's glory. Now, I looked up the word glory uh, the other day, and and the dictionary says, Glory is praise, honor, and admiration given to a person by another. The only glory this morning that I can attain must be given to me from Him, but it's still not mine, it is His. It's His glory. He said in one place, and I didn't get that scripture in here, but He said, my glory will I not give to another. There is only one glory that we need to worship in, and that's the glory of the Almighty God. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could walk in here one Sunday morning after we had all been in unity for the whole week wherever we were? Wherever we were, and we have been in total unity that week, we have been laughing, praising God, having a good time, You say you can't have a good time and serve the Lord. You can't serve the Lord and not have a good time. I can tell you right now folks, we need to be joyful and praise God and lift Him up wherever we go and tell everybody about the Lord. Everybody needs to know about Jesus. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. But if we could all gather in Him and begin to walk in and see this place so full of of the glory of God, the smoke and the cloud of God, that we could not enter into this, you know, it would stir up this community a little bit. Sometimes I wonder if we do enough to stir up anybody. Oh, God help us. Brother Hendrick, we kind of need to stir up ourselves, don't we? If y'all want to say, man, it's okay with me, I don't care. It don't, it's like saying sick of the dog. Just Maybe. Just maybe it would be wonderful if we could do this. Now, the glory of the Lord can refer to the presence of the Lord among his people. Ezekiel saw the glory of God in the temple of God. And well, are we not told that we are the temple of the living God? If you put two and two together, he saw the glory in the temple. You come in the New Testament and the Bible says, What know ye not that your bodies are the temple... Of the living God should not the glory then be in us come on we (laughs) we we sometimes sit back like we think something is going to happen 10 years from now 20 years from now I want to ask you right now what's the reason of waiting until 10 years from now or 20 years from now I think it ought to be right now, today, where we are today. Let the glory of the Lord come down and fill this place with the presence of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Somebody would get filled with the power of God. Somebody that's unsaved would fall on their face before God. Somebody would get sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. And somebody might even receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. My, 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 preacher. You trying to get kind of way out there, aren't you? You getting old-fashioned, aren't you? I hope so. I hope so. We need to go back to the old landmarks once in a while. God told Israel to look at them, and they said, we will not. But I'm going to tell you right now, I believe the bride of Jesus Christ is getting ready to leave this earth, and I believe we need to go back a little bit and see what got us here. Isn't it amazing how things in this world change? I, I, I got pet peeves. I don't know if anybody else has pet peeves or not. I got pet peeves, and, and if I started in on them this morning, I, I would never get through. But it aggravates me the way some things, you know, are good, and we like them, and everything works. And Brother Sherman, everybody buys it, and everybody likes it. Next thing you know, they don't make it anymore. Let me tell you where my first one came in. you going to laugh, buddy? I don't care if you laugh. Don't bother me, nothing my age. I don't care where you laugh or where you cry, you know. We used to at Thanksgiving, you know, you have turkey. Then you have turkey sandwiches and turkey hash and turkey casserole and turkey this and turkey that until the whole thing gives out. I wish a turkey would grow about the size of a hen so you could get it over with. And we'd have turkey and you got cranberry sauce. Anybody like that stuff? I like good old cranberry sauce. Yeah, Joe likes it. And, uh, and, and we'd have cranberry sauce. And you'd have mashed potatoes. Y'all getting hungry here? And we'd have gravy. And then we'd have... Green peas with pearl onions in them. Anybody remember that? Huh? Do you remember it? I'll tell you, like I said the other day, I know some of you are old enough to remember it. I can look at you and tell. Don't sit down like you just graduated from high school last week. You try to buy a can of pearl onions and peas together today, they stop making them. They stop making them. I went to buy some garden seed the other day that's been popular. I come to find out through Southern State they stopped making them. They don't make that kind of bean anymore or pea anymore. They make something else. The the world would like to force you to leave what works and follow what they want you to follow. The world today would like to make us leave what we like and what is working for us and go their way. But, Brother Ken, their way is the wrong way. David said, those people, those heathen people in the world have mouths, but they speak not, eyes, but they see not, ears, but they hear not. They don't know what's good for them. I'm going to tell you right now, this morning, we know who we serve. We know who the Christ of our salvation really is. Believers will experience his glory and presence in his nearness. His love, his righteousness and manifestations through the power of the Holy Ghost. Instead of the glory of the world, of the glory of the Lord being used by the world, the world uses their own ideas, inventions, There's so much self in the carnal world this morning that it's hard to eradicate without the sanctifying blood of Jesus Christ. It just won't work. We've got to have it. We want the glory for ourselves instead of giving God the credit for the good that's done. Seems that David's writing that he saw people worshiping idols that never had life in them. It would have made more sense to worship a dead carcass that had once had life than to worship idols that never had had life. Just maybe... Just maybe, just maybe, we need to sell out to the Lord, to sell out to the Lord and have, I mean complete sell out to Him and be seeking God instead of the things we seek. If Moses could have had enough favor with God to merit the miracle of a cloud and a pillar of fire, surely we with the indwelling of the Holy Ghost should find enough favor with our bridegroom to see more of His glory showered down on us in the last days. After Jesus was anointed with the power of the Holy Ghost he was able to use the glory of the Father to heal the sick, to cast out devils and also have enough magnet in him to draw others to follow him. Leave the fishing nets, leave the doctor's office leave the tax collector's building follow me and I will make you fishers of men and these boys walked out from the profession that they had and began to follow a vagabond preacher that didn't have anywhere to sleep tonight. night that didn't have anything but the clothes on his back that had nothing on this earth of earthly goods but was made in the likeness of man. He was here on this earth for you and me to be an example to us. And he could talk to people even though they could say, where is your church? Where is your synagogue? Where are you preaching? He could say, I don't have any. I just go where they'll let me. I would go in the Sabbath. I would go in the synagogue on the Sabbath when they'll let me in there. I'll do whatever they'll let me. They try to get me. They try to arrest me. They try to do all these things. But i tell you what I want you to do. Danny, I want you to follow me. I want you to leave that job you got and follow me. And you'd look at me and say, why in the world should I follow you? You have nothing. You have nothing. You're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. But he had a magnet about him, a drawing power about him. And he could say to the people, he could say to the people, follow me. They bring the sick. They bring the afflicted. They bring all of those people to him. And he cast out devils. He healed the sick. The Bible said every one of them. Every one of them. Let me tell you, he's going to, he's going to, too many things going through his head at one time as old as I am it's hard to keep them all straight he's he's going to have a people he's going to have a people if every one of us in here walk out this morning the church is still alive the church is still alive folks let me tell you right now it's not going down it's not going to be defeated it's not going to be overrun I don't care what Washington says. I don't care what Congress says. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. The world cannot destroy the church of the living God. It is built on a solid foundation and it's going to stand forever. We know, we know this morning who we are trusting in. We know where he is. We know how to get in touch with him. But I want to see more of the glory and the power of the Almighty God in our midst. I want to see it so strong that people will want to be here, that people will want to worship God, that people will want to get what we've got. Our Lord, can they say of us, seems like they have been with the Lord. looks like they have been with the Lord. Can we get to the point that this can happen? The glory is there. The power is there. Yes, there's people laying in hospitals this morning that are sick in their bodies. That if we, I might get some kickback on this, but that's all right. I just told you I'm old enough to take it. There's some of those people laying in these hospitals and sick beds. That if we had the faith and the glory in our bodies, in our lives, that they had in those days, they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be there. Let me tell you right now, God can change some things when we believe in Him. We just had two examples. I gave you one on the pastor up the road of his daddy. You just had another on Sandy's mother. Jesus is still alive and well. We had a service a few years ago, and I've told this over and over, and some of you were in it, no doubt. We were in the other side over there, in the, in the middle one right there. And one Sunday night in that service, we had an altar service going. Some of us, I was in the pulpit playing the guitar, and some were singing, people were singing, having the altar service, people praising the Lord, and Randy Hensley, who you know never moves unless somebody kicks him right hard, was back at the back of the church standing back there against the wall just standing over here like this is the back side of the church and he's standing there standing there standing there and all of a sudden he tore loose went running down hit the aisle shot up the middle of the aisle got up on the pulpit on the bible stand jumped up on the bible stand And started jumping up and down and praising God and worshiping God. And you know, I got a hold of him and I said, What in the world is going on with you? Because the only time I ever saw him do that was when you talk about hunting deer. But you know what? He looked at me and he said, I saw blue smoke, a blue haze all in this whole pulpit area. Am I telling it right? He said, I saw it all in this pulpit area, and I wanted to get in under it. And he got in under it, and when he got under it, the power of God tore him up. Let me tell you something this morning. The power of the living God will change your life. The glory of God will make a difference in your life. Somebody ought to say, praise the Lord. Glory. Glory to God, glory to God, He is real. He is my God, my Savior, my Lord, my King. We, we, not you, but we are failing in more than one place, or else we would see more of the manifestation. Of the sons of God. Churches are turning into social clubs. Boy I got that in real good. Rusty as long as we got a meal once in a while and we got this once in a while and we're doing this once in a while we all in, in agreement on that that's all we need. He didn't say my house will be called a house of eating. I like to eat you tell that I like to eat he didn't say it would be called a house of singing no reference on these singers because they were in one accord in their singing but there's some things you've got to put ahead of all of that He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. When we can, when we, and I'm guilty, when we can begin to spend as much time in prayer as we need to spend to get God's glory in us, we won't have to tell anybody about it. They'll see it. They'll see it. It'll show up. That certainly we have been with the Lord. We have been with the Lord. Just maybe, I'll say it again. We need to sell out to the Lord. I mean completely. It's just too hard. We have, we have a lot of times our priorities in this life of of what we can accomplish, of what we can draw into, of how big we can build our business, or who can have the biggest house, or drive the fanciest car, or, or, you know, maybe the nicest clothes, and, and we judge by that, we judge by those things, and we strive and we strive to attain those things, Jesus said the Gentiles seek after those things. Let me tell you, I gave up that Gentile status when I was 18 years old and I decided I'm not going to be a Gentile anymore. I want to be a child of God. You say, but you're still an American. You're still a Gentile. That's second. Jesus said for me to seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. And he said, I'll add all these other things to you. Come on, are you with me? He said, the Gentiles seek after those riches and those things. There ain't nothing wrong with a Christian having two dollar bills in your pocket that will rub together. I mean, we preached years ago, Hundred years ago, that we were supposed to go around broke all the time, give the Lord every dime we had, not have anything, not have a nickel left for anything. And I expect your husband has preached many times, got an offering practically nothing. Pastored churches because people didn't think had to had to have anything, didn't have anything. We was on the other side of the track, everybody laughed at us brings up another subject they ask us what church we went to Church more <laughs> we're kind of ashamed of who we were and what we were because they made fun of us it might be good to do some things to get made fun of once in a while anybody right. understand that If we can't stir the devil up enough to keep him working, we're wrong. Brother Ken, as long as he's after us, he ain't got us. And as long as he's wearing the daylights out of the church, the church is doing something right. The church is doing something right. They don't laugh at us anymore. They don't make fun of us anymore. We used to have a little bunch over here, eight or ten people on Sunday morning. And somebody else down the road have 150. It's kind of reversed. That's the glory of God is shining on us. It's just a day, but there's more of it than what we're using. There's more where that came from. There's more where he wants to pour out on us and fill us with that glory like Moses had, like these men had in the Bible days. You say, how, how, how in the world did they attain all that? Through the same God that we're serving today. It's what I'm trying to get over. If they could take the roof off of the house and drop a man down inside and he'd be healed what's wrong with us laying hands on somebody and saying be healed in the name of Jesus Christ it'll work it'll work it's got to work the Bible said it would and we've got to give the Bible credit for what it says I've got to hurry up I wrote down some more stuff yesterday and I shouldn't have wrote down anything else he will return one day In the clouds, the Bible says, with power and great glory, the same power and glory will break us loose from the halt of this planet Earth to meet Him in the air. I'm looking forward to that, Brother Jeff. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, would it be great for the Lord to come this morning. You say, I got... Crock pot on I got beans and potatoes in that thing I got a chicken going I got, I'm fixing to go somewhere at this restaurant I got to go there Wouldn't it be good not to make any of those appointments Just go on up to meet the Lord in the air Sit down around the marriage supper of the lamb And eat with him First Peter 5 and 4 said And when the chief shepherd, shepherd shall appear When the chief shepherd shall appear, who is the chief shepherd? You shall receive a crown of glory that fade. Man, he's good back there in that booth. Give him a good hand. When the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory. A crown of glory. How can I wear a crown of glory? I'm going to receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. I've always had just a little bit of question in my mind. The Bible says and it indicates that we will cast our crowns at the feet of Jesus. Brother Willie, you're a Bible scholar. I trust your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And I'm not asking you this because I know the answer. I don't know the answer. That's the reason I'm asking you. Are we going to go back then and pick them up after we cast them and worship him? Or are they just going to stay there at his feet? Well, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. He's, we're going to get one. We're going to cast them at the feet of Jesus. What a glorious time. I mean... Praise God. The glory I'm talking about will make a change in your life. We'll love one another. Everybody say love. We'll pray one for another. Everybody say pray. We'll help one another and also make us think on good things. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things of good report. All of these things. Think on these things. Folks, let me tell you. The world is thinking on something else. I'm going to get on this right quick and then get off right quick. The glory of God will blot out everything else that the world or everything that the world tries to put on us. The glory of God is powerful enough. You say, well, how do I attain this glory? It's through prayer and communion with the Lord. And it begins to show and show and show. There's a lot of children in this local church. This church is blessed with the viewers on the other side this morning you'd see probably 20, 15, 20, 25 children over there, at least. Am I right? We've got a lot of young people, youth in this church, that have their service. I never thought I would see something that I saw this week in the news. Never thought I would. Your children watch cartoons. I thought Disney was one of the most family-oriented companies in the United States. They're putting out a cartoon movie with two men in there kissing, and two women. Watch what your children are looking at on television. The Simpsons is one of the sorriest, dirtiest things there is. I've never watched over five minutes of it, and I saw enough of it right then to know it's plain trash. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Your state of Virginia, right now, in the public school system, in some of the districts, one of them in particular, is teaching there is no gender. You can be anything you want to be. You're not born male or female. You're just born whatever you want to be, be that. That's taught in the school system, folks. In Virginia, a Bible Belt state. Come on, church. We would better pray down the glory of God on ourselves and on our children and our children's children and get back to God where we need to be with Him. Maybe we could get a little bit closer than we are this morning right now. How do you feel? Thank you. It happens so subtle. If we can get the little children It'll work on its way up. It couldn't blow that on us. And oh yes, it's happening on TV too. Zales commercials, jewelry store, places like that. Women getting married and all this stuff, exchanging rings. Yeah, it's all happening right now before us. News reporters, all of these things. The church is supposed to stand out in this world and be different. And the church will stand out in this world and be different because we will not, we will not succumb to this type of doctrine that they're trying to teach in this world. The glory of God is going to override, overshadow every bit of that stuff, and we are going to prevail one of these days. We used to sing a little chorus. I love everybody this morning. Pray for you. Sometimes it's hard to love your enemies, but you got to love them anyway. But we sung a little chorus in church years ago, and I can see some of you are old enough to remember that one too. Tis the old-time religion, tis the old-time religion, tis the old-time religion, it's good enough for me. It will take us all to heaven. It will take us all to heaven. It will take us all to heaven. It's good enough for me. Oh, yes. Let's get that old-time religion. We need to tell the old, old story of Jesus, not the latest gossip. I'm going to say something now, and I know. I, yeah, 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 that's all right. I don't care. How many of on Facebook? Don't be ashamed. You're on Facebook. Well, wouldn't it be good if you could pull up your Facebook one morning and everything on there would be good? What are you laughing about, Danny? That it would all be about Jesus and what He's done for us. That we could pull it up on Sunday on Monday morning. And say, man, I went to church Sunday and we had a good time in the Lord. I don't care about looking at Facebook and getting your recipe for groundhog casserole or polecat pie. I don't want that kind of stuff on there. I want to see what the Lord is doing for you. Tell about the Lord. Tell it on Facebook. Let somebody hear what's going on in your life. God is A merciful God. He loves us all today. I'm a child of the Most High God, Savior Jesus Christ, born in Bethlehem on the night that heaven and earth met. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. What a God we're serving this morning. Let me tell you, the devil can't defeat me. The devil can't defeat us People can't disillusion us. Weather can't weary us. Sickness can't stop me. Money can't buy me. And the government can't silence me. And most of all, hell can't handle me. (laughs) Hell cannot handle a child of God because we have got the glory of God built in us, not ours but His, that we are to use in Him. I'm one of His children. He said, thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory. And he said, forever and forever and forever and forever. And you can do forever as long as you want to. And after you do all the forever as you can, he's still the king of kings the Lord of lords, my soon-coming King. And His glory, His glory must shine in my life that others could see the Lord living in me. Let's live so that glory can shine in us. I want to close this maybe a little different this morning. And you may want to play a little something, George, if you can. And this is and And if you have a need otherwise than this, uh, you know that that's all right but uh, we've got we've got uh, uh, a pastor a pastor's running his wheels off and and they 've got needs I know that this morning uh, spiritual needs uh, physical needs uh, to help him I want to come up here Randy. i want you I want you to stand in for the pastor of his family and uh we're going, to have a, we're going to anoint you for him, and, uh, and you've got to be a conduit. We're going to anoint you, and if a prayer stops in you, it ain't no good. It's got to go through to him. Uh, you know what conduits are. I know Brother Ken knows what they are right here. But we want to pray for them that the Lord will intervene in this situation and, and for all the others this morning that have, that have needs. I shared this in Sunday school class, and I'll tell you now. This world's hurting. This world is hurting, folks. We that can enjoy God's blessings don't know how the other part of the world is, is hurting and what they're going through. But I received a phone call last night, probably about 9 o'clock, wasn't it? Something like that, 30, 9 o'clock. This lady called me. She said, I've got a young girl here in my house, and I could hear her crying, just bawling. Said she's going to college, one of the colleges here in Virginia, and uh, says uh, she was dating this boy, this young boy. Said uh, she, she dropped him and uh, he came back to her house or apartment or whatever later, knocked on the door. She didn't open the door and he committed suicide. He killed himself. And uh, she said, well, I want you to have prayer. So we prayed over the phone. This world's hurting. I don't know what that is. We've got a world that's in bad shape, folks. Jesus is coming soon. We've been preaching this for years. It's about ready to happen. There's people sitting in this room this morning. It's going to be here when the Lord comes in the clouds of glory. You'll be here. I don't have a doubt in this world about that. You're going to be here when he comes back. And we need to be ready. We need to be ready. So if you believe in the power of prayer that Jesus healed them, everyone, are we serving the same Jesus or have we got a different one this morning? What's our problem? What's our problem? Move here about middle of the way. I want people, all of you, that can gather around him. If, pray for Margaret, pray for Marion, pray for Buddy and Geraldine. We've got a lot of people that's sick that need prayer this morning. We've got a lot of them that's out that need a touch from God. So let's believe. Let's believe as we pray, as we anoint him in behalf of all of these this morning. Pray, talk to the Lord, tell him, tell him, he can heal. Jesus heals. Father,